Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We say things that don't mean anything, but thanks for listening. Greetings, salutations. Welcome to We Say Things, episode 183, Suns Fan with Cinderin. Greetings, my friend. Hello. Hello. It's me. It's it's me. I yeah. We're gonna start. I got an interesting start to this episode, which we will uh, <laughs> haven't told you about. Uh, let's say thanks to our beautiful inbruched here. Thank you to Charlie Kaching Sheen or Cheen. T Coil will pay tree fitty for a patch. House is flooded, so we say things is my only luxury. Food's not important, right? B. McBee face. Q. Ludes is ready to embrace our AI overlords. Stupid co-pilot, D2 Bowie, Yatoro does it again, Cinderin. I personally love the Stoogies and add. Oscar Magdev Seeker wants to see drastic map changes in the coming patch, maybe a crater. My grandma still doesn't know what Dota is. Disco Farm D. <sighs> Taste me, boo. Stoogie McStooge. Daddy stood. Notice me, Senpai Stooge. Santa's Ballsack Stooge. Schadenfreud Stooge, which I know tilts a lot of people when I say that. The Mega Pope and you, inanimate objects, hitting the Canadians again, TI in New Zealand. I, I just realized I never looked up what Stooge means. Do you know what it is? It's like the Three Stooges. I actually don't know actually what it means, if you ask me. It's a derogatory term used about a subordinate used by another one to do unpleasant routine work. Okay. Or a performer whose act involves being the butt of a comedian's jokes. Okay. There you go. You learned something new today. You're welcome. I've already forgotten it. Go ahead. Yeah, I already also forgot what the last one you said was. Was that the Megapope? Uh, unanimous objects. Oh, you got you got that one. All right. Zan Xavier, Nate Thicko, Zero One Hamscroats, Bacon, Shark TM, Freshly Seasoned Goat Balls, Janie, Dop, Nothing to See Here, Underscore Man, Guitar Strings, Yves Remont, Ben TI in New Zealand, Broomhead, oh, another TI in New Zealand, Wooden Aftertaste, Anonymous, and The Idea That Being Cold and Wet Causes a Cold is a Myth. Colds are caused by viruses, not weather. Myths and Evening. Myths and Evening, this is true. That is a myth, but what I do believe is not a myth is that being cold, like very cold, uh, is hard on your immune system, so that makes you more likely to be infected by things, correct? Sounds right. But the cold itself is not whatever makes you sick, but if your body is uncomfortable, it has a harder time repelling viruses, I believe. (laughs) So it it does matter. If I'm not mistaken, I'm sure we're going to get bombarded in the comments with this. With you're right as always, Sind, or you're not a doctor. One or the other. You're not a doctor, Cinderin. I don't know if you know yeah. this. Uh, all mm. right. So I'm going to stop apologizing for having an NBA segment because it is a huge passion of mine. And this is oh no, my podcast as well as Cinderin's. If you know, if Cinderin is 
if he's ever as passionate about anything else, which he isn't, of course, uh, he's more than welcome to speak his mind. So I think, imagine I had a, a weekly wow segment. I think you would be bored out of your fucking mind. Yeah, but some people wouldn't. No, uh, that's fair. And this isn't weekly. Okay, this, this one is going to be maybe 10 minutes, though. I have to warn you ahead of time. I'm, oh, not, okay. I'm not kidding. I have to be somewhere. So, okay, there's two things to talk about. I'm trying to narrow this down. Two things. Okay. First is the positive. Uh, LeBron James yesterday broke the all-time scoring record, which, which was is- previously held by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And that was 38 years ago. It was, it's 38,000 something points. And I, I know that, you know, that doesn't really mean much to people that don't watch basketball, but this is a record that people thought would never be broken. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I remember watching, I forget, it was like the home run record for, again, baseball, I don't care about, but I still watched when somebody broke the home run record. It was Mark McGuire and then Barry Bonds. And of course there's all the steroid shit afterwards, but like, I still remember it to this day, even though I don't care about baseball. It's just like, you know, one of those milestones. This one is like probably a once-in-a-lifetime thing. So I made sure Nikki watched, and he got it, and they stopped the game. at When it happened, they literally called timeout, and they stopped the game for literally 10 minutes to have like almost a pseudo-type like type of ceremony where Kareem is there passing the ball to LeBron. The commissioner is saying congratulations. Like, that's how big of a deal... This is the so, reason I'm laughing is I'm just picturing they do all of this setup and then he scores zero points that day. <laughs> no, they did it. Everybody, what do you mean? They, he scored huh? the point. Everybody cheered and they stopped the game temporarily. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Imagine they do the entire setup, but then he doesn't score on that day. Oh well, yeah. So they didn't like, know. For everyone sure. is there. They do the whole production setup. At the broad yeah. just fucking. That's. They thought it was either going to be this game or the next game. He had to score 36 points, and he averages 26. So he just oh, went so ham. Oh, he actually had to do a good game. Yeah, even. so it wasn't guaranteed. Damn, all right. Uh, but yeah, it was. I mean, it's the Lakers, so obviously I hate them. But LeBron, a lot of people are calling him the best of all time. I still think Michael Jordan is, but I think it's you can argue either way. I don't, but yeah, it's that was a very big thing that happened yesterday. So just letting you guys know. Mm-hmm. And another very big thing happened during my stream today, Cinderin. Okay. And it put me in the foulest of moods. But oh. it's oh god. Okay, the Suns made a major trade. Major. Okay. Oh. And it's going to sound it's going to sound really good at first, but then I'm going to talk about the negatives. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to say this. I don't know how to feel because I haven't truly processed it. I need like a full okay. day to process, okay? Okay. So I'll, I'll give you the good part. We traded for arguably the best player in the entire NBA currently. Okay. Okay. And why is, are you unsure if that's good? He is currently injured. He's had a bit of he's he's had a bit of injury issues the last few years. He's getting older. I would say like typically everybody is Shannon. Typically you're except you're, the dead, they don't get older. I mean peak, technically. I mean I don't know. Your peak is like twenty eight to like thirty four, and he's like around that age, thirty four. How old like is that. LeBron? LeBron's thirty eight. That's different. He's he still scored forty points yesterday. He's a robot. Okay, he's a robot. 
Anyway, oh. the Suns traded for Kevin Durant, which I'm sure you've heard of. Oh, yeah. He is now apparently on the Phoenix Suns. And my first react, because this has been something that we talked about that has been rumored time and time and time again. And the reason it finally happened is, number one, it's the trade deadline. So this is the t last chance you have to trade people for the end of the season. Kyrie Irving forced his way out, you know, the flat earther. He's on the Mavericks now. I didn't want to talk about that because I'm sick of talking that piece of shit. Yeah, okay. That was the teammate of Kevin Durant. So without his friend there, Kevin Durant's like, okay, I want out officially now. So they, he goes to the Suns. Now the downside for the Suns is you are trading basically your future. So they traded my favorite player on the team. This is why I'm really sad. His name is Mikhail Bridges. He's mm -hmm. the one player in the NBA that has not missed a single game since he's been in the league. That's unheard of. these In the modern days, that is not a thing. How many games has he played? Three? Like 400 in a row or something like that. All right, that's pretty impressive. And, and again, like for today's game, that is not a thing. Uh, he's improved every single year. He got second in defensive player of the year last year, and his offense has been god tier in the last like few weeks. But we trade him. We trade another guy that I like, Cam Johnson. We trade some guy that hasn't played the entire year. And Wait, how many players? You give like four players away to get one? Three players. This is and like trading. This is like Pokemon cards where you get the shiny Charizard, but then you have to give away your entire album. And afterwards, you're like, was that worth it to get this one cool card? So this is, the, this is where the struggle within me lies here. So you're trading my favorite player. And you miss your Squirtle. Two extra players on top of that. And four draft picks over the next eight years. Because you can't, the way that it works is you can't trade successive year uh, draft picks. So it has to skip a year, mm -hmm. okay? But you can trade them day of, but that's another story. So over the next eight years, our draft picks will go to this team. And then the 10th the year, they get to choose if they have the pick, okay? So... You what can trade doing, draft picks. So what you're doing is you're put you're going all in to win a championship, right? Which mm. I understand the concept. Our like Chris Paul, who's on our team, he's extremely old. He's basically this is the last year he's gonna be even remotely okay. Kevin Durant is getting older and he's injury prone. And we've traded away like a couple really nice young players and a huge amount of draft picks. So basically, the championship window is like this year and next year, let's say. Okay. And then after that, we're going to be f probably fucking awful for a long time, is my guess. That's not. That a, sounds like a pretty bad trade. Well, I'm I'm simplifying it. It's not that simple, okay? Because the reaction from Phoenix Suns fans right now is overwhelmingly positive because they get the best player in the entire league, which I understand. It's amazing. But you're giving mm -hmm. up a lot. Now, the question is, is it worth it? to win like potentially one championship to give up like your next 10 years. I don't know. Most, I think most Suns fans would say yes, because we haven't won it, but I am very torn. Uh, again, because part of it is emotional because I really like the guy that we traded a lot. And the guy that I hate in Aiton, who's a lazy pile of shit is still on the team. Mm. So I'm sure I'll get over it. And when Kevin Durant um, plays, he's going to be fucking god tier because he's still in his prime. And he still has three years on his contract, which is unheard of when you're trading for like somebody that is basically S-tier talent. So another would, benefit for us. Would you rather make the playoffs, 
10 years in a row and not win or make the playoffs once and win? That that's what I don't know. I guess because like you get that one championship, which is obviously amazing as a fan, right? Like you want your team to win, but then for the next many years, you will not have the entertainment of cheering your team on in the playoffs because they don't make it. Well, we had that already. That's why I'm kind of bitter about it. But I think most people, including if you're putting a gun to my head, yes, I would take the championship, of course, because we haven't won before. But Mm -hmm. it's like it's not guaranteed. And it's such a small window now. Well, it's also not guaranteed that you're going to suck either, right? Afterwards. It's not guaranteed. But here's the other thing. like, So we struggle because our best player has been out for weeks, right? But then mm-hmm. finally we start winning, even though he's still out. We won like nine of the last 11. Like we've gotten back on track despite missing That's our really literal good. best player. Mm-hmm. So it's not like we were bad. Like we were like fourth or fifth after having horrible losing streak because we had a shit ton of injuries. So it's it's just it's one of these like really ballsy all in moves by the new owner who just took over by the way, mm-hmm. and I don't know how to feel about it. Like it's exciting but sad and scary. I, it's I if you guys want to watch my original the vod of my stream, you can see me raging for literally like three hours. That was my first reaction was anger, and then Nikki came in and said, "You're angry because you fear for the future," and that's true. I do. So that is my take on the NBA. I thought news. Nikki came in and just said "mad because bad." <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially that essentially what that happened. That would have been great. All right. So yeah, you'll be well, hearing a little bit more in the future about uh, Kevin Durant on the Phoenix Suns. I can't believe it. Actually, oh, shit, dude, it's going to be the weekly Kevin Durant. Oh, that's good. There it is. That's good. I should sell this. Go ahead. American broadcast stations are going to eat that one right up. They're like, holy shit, the weekly Kevin Durant. Do you know what his... He doesn't really have a nickname other than KD, but the closest nickname was Durantula. Mm. <laughs> not bad. That's also, it's not I mean, bad. it's pretty good, but at the same time, who wants to be a Tarantula? Yeah, exactly. That's the problem is all that right. they've used all the good names because like their Superman's already been done a million times, Batman, Matrix, like all the cool ones are gone. And if know? he plays bad, he's the Durangatang or what? <laughs> no, not in the NBA. So no. I'm selling that one as well. It's all good. <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess we can just wrap up real briefly the DPC, which it was just China that we had to go over, right? Uh, yes. Every other region is complete. Or was complete last week, right? One final picture. Yeah. So when we did our last episode, China was the only region left, and that was because they got delayed uh, by Chinese New Year. So they played a couple of series, and in the end, it was Ehome that made it over Extreme. So they ended up playing a... So first of all, PSGLGD and Astra tied for first, so they played a tiebreaker as well for the DPC points, which PSGLGD also won. So in the end, the seemingly unbeatable Astra team got beaten twice in a row by LGD. Um, They beat them 2-1, to and then they beat them 2-0 in the tie. And Ehome and Extreme Gaming... 2-0 2-0 for Ehome. And that was pretty convincing, too. Like, that series was not... Extreme were okay, I guess, but not to the level that we were expecting them at the start of the season. So they don't even make it. Um, which is surprising to me. So the Chinese lineup will be LGD, Aster, Knights, and Ehome. 
Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So that's, I, that's a wrap for the Lima major. I don't really see if there's a better way I can take a picture <clears throat> of all the teams. Yeah, that should be fine. Uh, I just paused right on your I just, face. I just, <laughs> I just see a comment in your chat. I just tap over. Damn, looks like I missed the NBA segment. I don't think he's being sarcastic, by the way. I think he is. I think he was there the whole time and waited just for it to end so you could write that. Nah. So but who knows? When I, mean, I, I was think streaming really and this happened, literally every like 30 seconds, somebody would come and ask me if I heard about the news. Like a new person would come. In, I see. So. Okay. I mean, fair enough. They know there's news. So maybe that's... I'm serious. I just got here. Okay. You check the VOD. It's a, it's a... It's one for the ages. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. All right. So here are the teams that are going to the major. I will not say them all. I guess there's listeners, so we should say them out loud. Team Liquid, yes. Game and Gladiators, Tundra, Entity, Bet Boom, Team Spirit, Hellraisers, PSG LGD, Team Asta, Knights, Ehome, Execration, Geek Slate, Talon Esports, TSM, Shopify Rebellion, Beast Coast, and Evil Geniuses. Which is the South American team, don't forget. I think when you read names out like that, people get distracted by the voice and don't actually hear what you're saying anymore. That's their problem. Um, okay. I mean, that's fair. It's a skill issue, right? So, groups are not set, and the only mm -hmm. reason we're doing predictions is because we have nothing else to talk about. Yeah, there's <laughs> not many news today. We were hoping Where's for a patch, patch, but... coming? The, 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 pa the patch is... Uh, at this point, I think it's fair to say we're not getting the patch before the major, right? Because now it's cutting it too close. The major starts in a week and a half, roughly, a little bit more. Uh, sure. So, in two weeks, I think. Yeah, it it's funny. I think the entire episode last time, uh, I forget who actually tweeted this, but the entire last episode, if you remember, we talked about this, and I was like, there's no way it's coming before the major, right? Mm -hmm. uh, some like news outlet tweeted, Suns fan claims that... The new patch will come before the major. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are your sources on this information? Anyway. Uh, so uh, what do you want to do? Like top three and like the donkey award yeah, or whatever it's let's called? let's do that. Okay. Yeah. I think I speak for both of us. Team Liquid will be top three. I'll be beyond shocked if they're not. Their lineup is absurd. Okay. Do you want to do order for top three or just pick three teams? Uh, we can do order. I mean, the problem with order, order is like it's so dependent on groups and brackets and, you know, yeah. when, they, when they meet and stuff. It's not necessarily the top, the best three teams every time. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so yeah, let's just say top three then. So this Team Liquid. mega stacked, man. Top three. Do you think it's going to be more than one team from Europe in the top three? I don't think so. Um... I don't think so this time. No. I don't think so either. I will go with Shopify again, as I always do for top three. Okay. So Liquid, Shopify, and I'm going to go with Betboom. Okay. So for me, doing Liquid and Shopify feels a little bit like a double dip, which is because what we learned from an interview this season was that one of Liquid's primary scrimming partners was Shopify. And I think both teams benefited a lot from that. Mm. I think there were parts of how the teams laned and moved that you could tell these teams were practicing against each other when, when you knew it wasn't surprising to you how they were winning their games. Mm. The thing about that is when teams have like really strong scrim partners and a specific way of playing, 
it leads to really polarized results, right? Like there's been some TIs or majors where some of the some team and its scrim partner both get top three because they just have it all figured out and they're amazing. And then there's others where really strong teams scrim each other, but they have the wrong idea and then they're playing catch up the whole tournament uh, because they haven't experienced the other teams as much. Um, so so you I, think I feel it's like picking these dipping. together is a bit of a double dip. Huh? What's wrong with a double dip? Nothing. I'm just saying it, it's, it's a bit of a double dip, when in my you, opinion, from when that perspective. When you have a big chip and you're dipping mm -hmm. it in some sauce, but the chip yes. is too big to like eat in one go, right? Mm -hmm. You eat the part with the sauce, and then what do you do if you want more sauce? Do you just eat the chip without the sauce? Do you dip again? Do you double dip? I have no idea where this metaphor is going. I actually don't What understand. do you mean the metaphor? You literally just said double dip. I'm just interested in this. Uh, we're just going to be a little side, side thing here. <laughs> what are you talking about? You, you love appetizers, right? I, yes. Is this an interrogation now? What's happening? I actually I, don't know. Well, it's, it's just I find it... Actually, I find it odd that you don't have a system that you already use for this because... When I'm doing it, if I need more sauce on the chip because the chip is too big, I will turn it upside down and dip again so that mm -hmm. it's not, you know, there's no parts of my mouth inside the dip. That's very considerate and other hygienic people. of you. Yes. So my question is, what is your system? For eating chips. How is this a difficult question? We could have been done with this conversation already. I never make, I never make mistakes. I dip it far enough that I don't need to go twice. There you go. You don't have American chips then, I guess, over there. Huh? I, I suppose. Or I have big enough uh, salsa glasses that I don't need to go twice because the whole chip can get in there. There you go. Okay, terrible answer. Please continue uh, with whatever the hell you were talking about, double dipping. Uh, I don't know how I'm the terrible one after that question to begin with. That was All right. YouTube comments. Can, All right. What's worse, me bringing up that topic or Cinder not really able to answer it? Okay. Uh, Team Liquid. Who did you say? You took Liquid, Rebellion, and? Betboom. Betboom. Okay, I'm going to take Liquid, Evil Geniuses, hmm. and... <sighs> See, I would have picked Aster until they lost to LGD twice in a row. Which... I mean, losing to a Chinese team twice in a row, a team that's very familiar with you, doesn't really mean that much versus other teams, right? Yeah, and LGD will have a stand-in for this event, too. Hmm. So... Okay, I'll, ta I'll take Liquid EG Aster. Liquid EG Aster, okay. Yes. I think that's fair. Uh, what's the donkey thing again? A team that's supposed to do well but won't? Yeah, so it's the opposite of a dark horse, right? Right, so it's a white donkey, I think. Who's the dark horse? We want one of those too, don't we? We do. We'll do both horse and donkey. Okay, so, horse first. Alright, so dark horse. Uh, yeah. Well, I think the one... maybe? Would Beast Coast be considered... A dark horse. They won their division, but they're still the underdog against EG. Yeah, I, I don't know. Are you a dark horse if you're the second strongest team from? I mean, it depends where you usually place them. If you think this team usually gets like top eight and then finishes, and now you're picking them as a dark horse for top three, I think mm. that's fair. Okay. 
But like, are we specifically picking teams that are dark horse for top three, or are we picking teams that we think will do better than expectation? So let's say a team that is not expected to do well will yeah. get like. And how far do they need to get? Let's say top six. Top six. Okay. Yeah. Arbitrary. Um, execration. Execration. Yeah. Okay. Or Ehome. Hmm. Ah, I'll take Ehome. As a dark horse. Uh, God, I don't have a good answer for this one. It feels like none of the EU teams are dark horses other than maybe... Don't you love Talon? Aren't they your boys? That's true. Okay, we'll go with Talon. Sunbee's the coach. I like him. Yeah. We played board games together okay. once. All right. That's enough for me. Um, okay, who's Donkey. The, so team that should do well but won't. Tundra. Yeah, I, I feel like they're my pick too, actually. I, I feel um, like the patch hasn't changed, which should benefit them, but pe- teams have had so much time yeah. to scout. So, And you definitely saw toward the later half of Europe that they fell off a little bit and needed to recover, and they did win it through a massively long tiebreaker sequence. But for a team of their caliber that won TI on pretty much the same patch, mm. having to go through that is probably a disappointment. And obviously the expectations for this team are still going to be super high, right? They're defending TI champions, they make it to the major, so a lot of power rankings will expect them to be top three, top four. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think this event could be a big challenge for them, especially if they start off on the wrong foot, if they need to play recovery again. Um, so right. yeah, you, I, it's, I your, it's your responsibility to write these down, because we've done oh, this before okay. where we don't remember what we pick, and then it's an awkward All conversation. Right. So we had top three for you. No particular order. Oh, yeah, we didn't do the order. That's fine. So you had Liquid Shopify. Yeah. And... Bet Boom. Bet Boom, which I also think are a good choice. They definitely could. And then I had Liquid, EG, and Aster. And then Dark Horse for you was... Talon. Mine was Ehome. And White Donkey was Tundra times two. All right, I got it. Okay, very nice. If we get one of these right, I'll be shocked. We're definitely getting one right. We're always wrong about everything. All right, let's try one more thing. Which one do you think is which one are you most safe about in your picks? Safe? Liquid. Which one do you think is safest? Do you think Liquid getting top three is safer than Tundra disappointing? I'm on the Nisha bandwagon, so I'm going to say yes. Mm. Okay, fair enough. I mean, Tundra could easily get top three. I'm not like, oh, they're falling off. They're going to be terrible. Uh, I just think it's likely that they don't get a top placement this time around. Mm. Um, but it's also likely that Liquid get a top three. It's just, in this field of teams, top three is a really hard result for any team, even the best. So there's just a lot of challenges and a lot of diversity you need to overcome with play styles and, and whatnot. And like you said, the groups are going to matter. Hard to say. But okay. Yeah. Right. I'm probably with you. That's the most likely one we get, right? All right. But hey. Uh... Okay. So going from there to our last Dota section, uh, barely Dota, of course, the Ability Arena extension 
is out, Cinderin. All right. So anybody that is using the Dota tooltips extension, which is basically every streamer that isn't a moron, aka everyone but Jenkins. Uh, but he isn't using it? No, but now he will because oh, no, I'm going to fire him from his own company if he doesn't. Uh, oh, if you boy. if you open Ability Arena, then it'll pop up on the screen. There's a little menu that you can use to look at all the gods and spells in general. Uh, so, And then it'll go away if you go play Dota or watch a game or whatever. So that has been implemented. Thank you to Buka for that. I think it's the first, God. the first extension ever made for a custom game. Oh. Easily. Like... So that's that's pretty cool that we get to you be the, the first headlines again. Big headlines. All right, and now we can talk about bullshit, Cinderin. Oh, my favorite. So we've talked about this whole Chat GPT craze that's been going on. By the way, have you been using that at all? Uh, haven't we talked about this in a previous episode? Yeah, but since then, have you been using it at all? Yeah. Four. For writing stories for Susie. She loves a good story. So, what do you mean? write little cute stories about <laughs> some animal characters. Really? That sounded very furry like. I re <laughs> realized that immediately. That is not what it is, though. We write stories about our dog and a goose. It's very good. Oh. And then we give it you. So, basically, you tell it to write a story about. You give your character names, yeah. and then you can give it like very specific instructions, like write a story about this and that character. Use a lot of direct speech or indirect speech, whatever you want, and then you give it like one or two plot points, and then it will generate it for you. So you just have a, it's like you have this ah, this could be a silly or stupid idea, and then you just write it out. There you go. Okay. It's like cute That's little cool. short stories that take like one or two minutes to read. That's. That's cute. very cuddly. Do you use it for any like uh, recipe stuff or anything like that, or we haven't just for fun? since we talked about it. But I mean, if we were to make any recipe that used American measurements, we would use it for sure because it's just the fastest way that we know to convert a recipe to metric system. Hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. But we haven't made any American recipes recently. So. So the last time we talked about it, we kind of talked about how Google would be very scared about just the idea of having something that's so popular that could theoretically replace a search engine, right? Because if you think about it, the, a lot of people watching will not remember this because they didn't exist, uh, but for all you youngsters, <laughs> in like the mid to late 90s, there was a lot of back and forth with search engines. There was, mm -hmm. I think, I'm not going to say the first big one, but the First big one that I noticed was, I never used it, was AOL and Yahoo. Those were two very big search engines. And then Google started getting popular, I want to say around 99 or something like that. And since then, it has been yeah. by far the biggest search engine to the point where a lot of kids, I would assume, wouldn't, wouldn't be able to name a second one. Like Microsoft came out with Bing, Disaster, of course. As many, I mean, again, Microsoft with their naming conventions, like somebody high up is continuing to name every fucking product in that company, and they're all horrible names. Xbox, new, Xbox new 360, Bing, Bing X, Xbox Series. I don't actually know the names; they're so bad. Anyway, how many search engines can you name? Can I name? Well, yeah. there's there's Ask Jeeves, of course. There's Yahoo. Uh, okay, you've already got me peed with fucking Ask Jeeves. Yeah. 
Okay. What? What's wrong with that? Yeah. I just think you got me beat now. <laughs> well, there's not, I, I can't name that many more. Uh, oh, there's, oh, there's one that's right on the tip of my... Okay, Chad is saying it. That's what I was thinking. Alta Vista. Okay. I am... Oh, I actually remember that name, but I would not have thought of that. Uh, I mean, the AOL did have a search engine thing, I think, but I don't think that exists anymore. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, Yahoo, of course, we already mentioned. So, duck, Google. Duck, go. So, Google and Microsoft are going hard now on the chat GPT type AI. Uh, Microsoft, they're the ones that invested in open AI. They've invested like billions upon billions of dollars into this. So, they will hmm. start integrating a version of it, apparently a more powerful version according to them to bing which they will not be renaming for god knows what reason so that's coming very soon i think some people can even use it now to like test stuff out call it bing gpt and google had i think what was it called they had like emergency meetings like not long ago that were made quite public apparently because i kept reading about it they brought okay. two of the founders out of retirement to try to figure out like they're super scared about ChatGPT because mm -hmm. if let's say Google does not become the number, it doesn't remain the number one search engine. That is like basically their whole business, right? Obviously they have a bunch of yeah. other shit, but that is their main thing that's holding everything together. So they will be introducing a thing called Bard, which is an experimental conversational AI service powered by Lambda. So they've been working with AI stuff for a long time, but they kind of scrapped it. But now that, you know, everybody's obsessed with ChatGPT, they kind of brought it back, obviously. A, uh, like a reflex reaction, if you will. So they're essentially doing the same thing as well. I don't know when this is going to be out, but this is interesting time, Cinderin. Google is might this, not be the head of the snake anymore. Is this going to be like some sort of cold war between the, the big tech where they throw billions and billions of dollars at this technology and then it just gets banned for ethical reasons. Do you really think that anything is really going to get banned? I don't. I, I, think, I think lawmakers are really tech savvy and they will understand the issues. Well, I think I, so. <laughs> Let's say they don't understand the issues, which is very true. They won't ban it still because they're incompetent anyway. So they can't. They, I don't know. They can't agree on uh, anything to begin with. I, I don't. I actually don't even want to think about it. Whatever. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah. So. Okay. Imagine this. Imagine they also train. Oh, how do how do I explain this? Imagine OpenAI makes ads as well. So. It's not just when you use a search engine, right? The way it profits is that the marketplace suggests you as pages to go to and they pay to get shown on google right mm -hmm. imagine that we have this ai system now starting to go with chat gpt and people search with that but then chat gpt will also tailor ads to you that it generates on the spot yeah that's so ai generated advertisements which i don't think are very far off either when you think about dolly when you think about this chat gpt you could easily find a way of doing that you would need companies to want to pay for it but you could get ads that are targeted in a totally different way than say an ad catalog that just has like some generalized all right our target audience is males between 20 to 35 we're going to try to target these specific 
like inspire these kind of thoughts in the people that see the ad or whatever, you can have ads that specifically target just you, mm-hmm. right? I think that's, it sounds really powerful, but also kind of scary, right? Because like until, until now, when you get advertisements somewhere, it's because they have like some sort of overall rough idea of what kind of person you are based on a demographic, right? Like mm-hmm. if you get ads on Twitch, for example, it will have an idea that you're probably into some sort of gaming or tech, and it will have an idea that you're, you know, predominantly male, um, et cetera, et cetera. But with this kind of thing, if this takes over, whether it's Google or Microsoft that ends up being the big winner here, if this is not regulated, I think that's going to be the next step that they're going to use to monetize this, is that their ads will know you and target you much more effectively than they have. That is, Um, yeah, I mean... Google has more of that information than anybody, probably. Them and yeah. Apple, I would assume. For sure. So, yeah, it's... But it's, it's just a matter of time, territory. right? If, if, someone, if some other, as it always is with tech, right? At some point, if something gets trendy and really starts taking, starts becoming popular, it can move really fast, right? Like, mm. one social media is the biggest until it isn't anymore. I don't, like, Facebook seemed unbeatable at one point, and then all of a sudden, these new ones come and the new generation are there. Yeah, I how still many people? I still understand TikTok, but it's huge. How many people under twenty actively use Facebook compared to the other social media? I think it's depends it's on pretty, country. Yeah, it, it's it's probably very country based for sure. But I would imagine Facebook is not the biggest social media among under twenties, for example. Mm. I it's probably like what would you guess? Instagram, TikTok, probably? TikTok, or you think TikTok is bigger than Instagram? Uh, if I had to guess, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, it might be. It's the one I understand and know the least about. So, I mean, very possible. But some like with that, this could easily like if if somebody becomes hot with this, like they just have the better UI or the better results or they're faster, like they have better advertisement, whatever it is. Uh, I think that's why it's kind of an arms race here because they want to. They recognize that there's probably only going to be one of them that's really big with this, because mm-hmm. that seems to be the trend, right? There's only one big search engine. Google was always the big one. With social media, yeah, they coexist, but it feels like, at least for specific purposes, within each sphere, there's one big one, right? So, like, Instagram is the big one for primarily photos and that kind of stories, and TikTok is the big one now for yeah, Short and I videos, think the thing with right, and they outcompete the, the other ones. The thing so. with ChatGPT, like it's extremely popular, of course, but they've put like a subscription thing on it, right? Where if you're not paying, yeah. however much it is, then you don't get access to it sometimes because it's just overloaded the servers. That's happened mm-hmm. to me many times where I just literally can't use the site. So because of that, inherently, it cannot be the biggest. Uh, but that technology is being used, right? Like I said, from, by Microsoft. So. Right. I mean, the server server capacity is not going to be an issue if they, you know, but that's the thing. Choose though. to invest. Chat in that, GPT. Right? They can make money that way. They're not going to be putting ads in all likelihood. But Microsoft, like you said, and Google, they already have search engines that have those ads. Will they mm-hmm. integrate them? Which is scary because if you're asking something like a medical thing or something like that, I guess there's still technically ads for medical stuff. Like, right? Like if you search for something medical, then Somebody that paid for those ads might have a better chance of popping up for you. So maybe it's not as bad as we think, but either way, I mean, it's still it's a slippery slope. Yeah. I think the U.S. has a totally different culture around medical ads than what I'm used to. So that always struck me True. as very surprising when I ever saw anything on U.S. TV. It was just like 
how you guys were allowed to advertise drugs. That was very. I mean, ads in general. Different. When you watch the one NBA game together, yeah. you were shocked how many ads <clears throat> there were. Yeah, there's way more ads. Which I mean, that's on every. I think that's on every American show, though. That's not just on sports. It's also on like TV shows or whatever. Your ad breaks are just longer and more frequent. Yeah. Um, but the the content is also just very different. Like the biggest ad, quote unquote, plague. Uh, that has been spreading in Denmark that a lot of people are unsatisfied with that is that over the last 10 years I think it's become more and more ads about gambling sites yeah uh, like online casinos and uh, sports betting um, I don't know if it's the same for you because obviously the the people that make the content want to make money right and the advertisers that pay the best CPM are probably something like well betting wasn't betting sites but online betting wasn't big pharma legal. can't advertise like that in denmark it's not legal so right. the, the, the competition there doesn't exist yeah for us online betting wasn't legal for a long time other than vegas and what is that city in atlantic city mm. but now and every reservation for the native americans but now we see them all the time because it's legal. Yeah, I don't know. This is weird, but I expect by next year, this time, we'll have a winner, honestly. I think it's going to be... I agree with you. It's going to be super fast. We'll know. Um, and one, one quick note about ChatGPT. I would recommend an extension called... This was given to me by uh, Pop-Tart, my boy. Mm -hmm. A-I-P-R-M. Search for that extension in what does it do? Google or in Chrome. So it creates a bunch of like presets for you. So if I go to chat GPT and I wanted to make like, maybe I can, let me see if it's even available to use. Cause I can give actual examples instead of talking. Okay, I think ass. I can tell what this is just by the two line blurb here. Uh, it's effectively it, giving you like templates for yeah. So there's like like big you're writing this like, kind of if you need thing. a keyword for if you're posting a video or something like that, SEO optimized stuff. Um, yeah, like there's a bunch of different options, but basically they've looked into you know the best ways to actually create something without like you basically get a head start on what you want. Like you can have an entire table worth of information uh, with this preset with whatever you actually input in on top of it. Right. So very useful and my google thing is talking downstairs that's fucking creepy it how the fuck does it hear me we have one that's not that far away from me and that one's not talking to me it's the one all the way downstairs in the kitchen it's a ghost maybe the cats are talking to it oh we lock up the cats i'm alone up here oh anyway that is ai it's gonna rule the world soon uh looking forward to that yeah, enjoy uh, enjoy real life while it exists, everyone. Indeed. Uh, last topic of this evening or this morning or wherever you are. I would like a Suns fan recommends, even though it's early on. It's early on. Hogwarts Legacy has come out, Cinderin, and believe uh, it or not, I have been playing it. Yeah, it's an RPG, and I'm playing it. Are you shocked? Why? Well, as you know. Mm -hmm. Well, first. I thought it was a multiplayer RPG. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool, but I know I'm probably not going to like it, but I'll still buy it because it's Harry Potter and we can play with my gr um, girlfriend. Uh, my girlfriend and my wife, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's good. From, that's <laughs> really good multiplayer game. Right there. That's, uh... And uh, 
Those are the best ones. <laughs> yeah, they get along great, you know? Um, <laughs> but I learned not too long ago that apparently it's single player, which I was not aware of. So I was like, oh, no, the two games that I've liked ever are Jade Empire and Fable. And it's because the universes I enjoyed and things right. like Elder Scrolls. I don't like the enormously open world stuff necessarily. Uh, Witcher. Like I, maybe if I like force myself to really get into it, I would like it. But I, I just never, I never could get into them for some reason. Mm-hmm. But I'm already into Harry Potter. The lore is amazing. The books I love. The movies were great. So I started playing it. I've only played a few hours, so this is a a bit of a I don't know premature Suns fan recommends, but it's quite good. I've I've been uh, enjoying it. It's an early access recommends. It is, yeah. It actually is early access. I had to pay ten dollars extra to play early. I was so excited. Just like you know, I had to pay extra. I was so excited. There's one big negative, which I'm sure you guys have heard about, is the performance is atrocious. My God, I. I mean, oh. my, my computer's four years old, so it's not the best anymore, but still, it's a 9900K Intel CPU with a 2080 Ti uh, NVIDIA card. It's, I feel like it's still good, but maybe it's not. Either way... It's pretty good, yeah. Running the game, I ran it at pretty high settings, like with RTX stuff on. It looked amazing, but extremely choppy, of course. And I actually got motion sick because of how choppy it was, in addition to how like zoomed in the camera is, which kind of took me off guard. But and you're I, really selling this recommend. I right played now, it I on lower settings. It looks a lot <laughs> worse, of course. Performance is still not great, but it's not choppy enough to make me motion sick. So that's good. I would assume okay. that in the next few weeks that they'll be optimizing a bunch of stuff. NVIDIA probably will come out with some drivers. Uh, AMD as well. But it's good. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool being able to... Like, I haven't gotten to do all the missions and stuff, but... Like just okay, this well, is not hopefully a spoiler. not within a few hours. True. This is not a spoiler, <clears throat> but there's a mission where you're walking from the Hogwarts castle to Hogsmeade. And that was mm-hmm. fucking cool. That was really, really cool the way they like everything about it. It's just it's cool to be able to like be into this universe and then actually play a game that's in it. It's that does sound weird. like the most boring quest of all time though. <laughs> Go for a walk. <laughs> It's yeah, fucking fuck cool. Yeah, I can't wait to pay in, $70 to go for a walk. In <laughs> other games, maybe not so much, but if you're into Harry Potter, you know. I get it. If the universe is nice and maybe there's cool. something exciting happening along the way. Um, yeah, so this is a game that Susie has also had her eyes on. Uh, she's been clearly more interested in it than I have. Not because I don't like Harry Potter or because I don't like RPGs, uh, but it's possible I'll play it too. But she said that Overall, the feedback to the game launch has been very positive, um, and she's going to get it as well. And she's going to play it on the PS5. You're playing on the PC, right? Yep. I'm gonna. I haven't tried um, it on my Steam Deck. I'm a little scared of that, actually. Yeah. So apparently, what she told me is that the game is releasing at the same time on all all the platforms except PS4, where it's delayed by six weeks. And we were oh, trying really? to wrap our heads around why is it not ready. Isn't it better to just delay the entire launch for parody then? Or is it still better to get it out on the other ones? Is it a deliberate strategy? Which she seemed to think was definitely not the case. There's no way know. you delay six weeks for one console that's not even current gen. No way. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. 
there's probably more people that have a PS4 than a PS5. Or not probably, there definitely is more people, right? So it's yeah. a huge part of your consumer segment that have to wait six weeks. Is that like, isn't it? I don't know. What do you think? Should you delay the game then no. until there's everybody's right? You just send it out and then those people just have to wait. Yeah. Six weeks. Because I feel but, like a lot of the hype will have died down by then. And then you might not a be lot as of the likely bugs to will be have people fixed by, the by then as well. So. That is true. But if you had to guess, don't you think there's like a decent fraction of people that buy a game that buy it because of the launch hype? Like, yeah, okay, I want to play sure. this while it's new so I can talk to my friends about it, you mm -hmm. know, share it with people. And then you get to wait six weeks until everybody's finished the game and then you get to play. And then maybe it's not cool anymore and you don't even buy it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of the risk you take by doing it that way. The super fans will obviously just buy it on another I mean, platform, right? You mentioned if they have it, a PC, they'll play it there. You mentioned but. at the beginning, it theoretically could be Sony saying, delay it, we'll pay you money. People will buy PS5s instead of PS4. That is true. I mean, you have to, the, like, I mean, in terms, a, of, in terms yeah. of IP, Harry Potter, I'm not saying they did this, but I'm just saying theoretically it's possible. Mm -hmm. Harry Potter's like creme de la creme of IPs, right? Right. Aside from the J.K. Rowling stuff. I mean, which, that's, honestly, that's actually, that would make it a strategy. That's mm -hmm. fair. Um, I, if I had to guess, I would say mm -hmm. that did not happen, but who knows? No. Uh, I do I just, know it, it is hard to I'm have I'm just trying to wrap my head around, like, why why is it six weeks delayed on the older gen console like what what would the reason be well, is it ready. because they're struggling with getting the game to optimized enough to run on the platform because if you're saying that it has performance issues right now maybe they just can't make it work well enough on ps4 and it takes more time to optimize it maybe that's what it is yeah i uh, we'd have to ask a program i i to my understanding it's not that easy to go between one platform and another, but it is. Uh, but you would think going between PS5 and PS4 is probably like sure, maybe not the biggest leap compared to PC and consoles, for example. Yeah, but who knows? I'm I'm not a doctor. So anyway, uh, the Twitch record it broke the Twitch record for most views of a single player game already. Oh, so that's kind of cool. Shows you how many people are Harry Potter fans. Uh, despite 1. the uh, yes. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to. I'm just saying, despite the author being completely and utterly canceled, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, she has some pretty, let's just say, pretty fucking bad takes. But you know, like even the that's... even what was it? The reunion, uh, Harry Potter reunion special, which was like mm -hmm. an hour of like the actors getting together. She wasn't involved in it at all. They refused to even show up if she was involved. So that shows you mm -hmm. how far removed she is from her own uh, IP at this point. And of course, yeah. there's a lot of people that are getting angry for people streaming it or buying the game, which that one I don't understand at all. Uh, like, I understand not liking J.K. Rowling, but if I, I would say this if you're not going to buy, or if, if you're going to shit on people for playing a game that hundreds of people made, just because the person that created the universe is a piece of shit, then you should apply that to everything that you take part in, which means you can't buy any products. <laughs> you can't take part in anything in society because it's not possible. Because everything was made by a shitter. There, there's always one <laughs> shitty person. Of course, there's plenty of shitty yeah. people. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous thing to be upset about, I think. But, yeah. you know. I mean, it's... 
Uh, you can understand, I can definitely understand and sympathize with people that, you know, want to make a difference and want to take a stand. But for me personally, I would also say that is probably not, that's not the hill to die on. It's and I think especially it's, un- it's especially unfair from my perspective, if you judge people really harshly on enjoying a video game, <clears throat> because the original author of the book is a piece of shit. Right. Like that, I think is Here's it's an example. Too far disconnected. Uh, right? J.K. Token. It's been you know people have looked. He was pretty fucking racist. Does that stop people from liking Lord of the Rings? No, for the most part, most people will still like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. Like, and I actually there's a rumor. I don't know if, how much weight there is to it, but I tend to agree. I, I mean, first of all, the people that are harassing people for streaming it, that's literally counterintuitive. It actually hurts that movement more than it helps. Yeah. And I th- actually think it, actually. a lot of it is probably the other side doing it because it's so obviously bad for the movement that maybe so it is. it's just it. trolling. Yeah. Maybe. I, yeah, that's fair. I would, ho- I would say I would hope so, but I, I don't know what I hope for. Is, is it idiocy or, or uh, bigotry? I don't know. Is it like, better that there's terrible. an organized trolling movement or that people are taking the wrong fight? I don't know, actually. I feel like both are pretty bad. But yeah. yeah, so you said, so this broke the single-player record with 1.3 million concurrent viewers. It says here it's the only single-player game within the top 50 in Twitch, in Twitch viewership at the time that this was posted. So obviously, which is no surprise, clearly what most people enjoy watching in video games on Twitch is multiplayer because... It's the competitive games. It's the games where people play with other people. You know, the social aspect. Um, so the fact that... I mean... This feels like a game that will probably be in the top 50 in Twitch for a while. Right? It doesn't... A lot of the new games that get released are, like, hyped for, like, a week. And then it starts falling off. I could see this staying up there for a bit, at least. What, what's a bit? Because I disagree. Single player has a very short timeline with stuff like this. Mm, don't you think this could remain a top 50 game on Twitch for a month? Just because of like how a strong month? the IP is? Okay, sure. That's not that much yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, within, within Twitch, I think a month is pretty long, actually. Because from my experience of seeing new hyped games, they're like high in the directory for like three days. Mm. And then people have either seen what they wanted to okay. see, they get their initial reaction. I I or Yeah, I don't pay attention. You'd have better uh, idea than that than me. But yeah, I could see a month. It's... Uh, I think this could part of that's because it's staggered as well right because the early access for a few days yeah bug fixes will come i mean how long was cyberpunk i feel like i saw that a decent amount for the first few weeks at least maybe that could also have been a pie for a while that's true yeah anyway even though it's preliminary i would recommend it for people that like harry potter or rpgs or whatever just be warned about the performance. But I'm sure that's going to be like the first thing they try to fix. So. Do you right. know if it runs better on PS5? I Have you heard anything about that? Haven't heard anything. All right. No clue. You tell me. Yeah, I guess I will. Next week, maybe. All right. Well, that does it for this episode. Under an hour. That's a first in a long time. That is... Yeah. Surprised you didn't talk about some random ass shit for... I mean, I, mean I, I can find something if you want. I you did want to a hear about wow? minute go NBA segment for God's sake. No, I think we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> I need to process what happened in the NBA and maybe Still. I'll be a happier person. To, I mean, 
I mean, it's a big deal to me. You've been processing it for four hours. Yeah, but I've been processing it publicly. I've been on stream oh. the whole time. I want to privately cry. Okay. And pray to Gaben, or I guess he doesn't care about NBA. Some other <laughs> god. What does he have to do with it? I'm just used to saying pray to Gaben. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find another god, apparently. So, yeah, we'll see. Okay, that'll do it for this week. Uh, until next week, Cinderin. Peace out. Bye-bye. Will there be a patch? <laughs> Surely. Patch Ish. next episode. No doubt about it. Patch for Hogwarts Legacy. We don't mean anything, oh. but thanks for listening. Subscribe. Yeah.